we're alive. We're still kicking. It's been like a month, but we're still here, guys. Yeah. I didn't. I, I thought we were going to do the intro first. This is the intro. Oh, no. I remember now. I remember. <laughs> oh, no. It's it. been too long. Preamble, then the yeah, intro. Yeah, preamble, then the yeah. intro, then, yeah, then the episode. Last episode, we recorded during uh, lockdown here in New Zealand. Uh, that lockdown ended, got back to normality, and now we're back in another lockdown. And here we go. Next new Kawatani area. Yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're jumping in between lockdowns at the moment. So we're having yeah. to do this separate again. Um, <clears throat> so if the audio quality isn't the best, I'm sorry. And if you, if the mic picks up my son in the other room who's meant to be sleeping, I'm sorry as well. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it's good to be back though. Finally, it's good to be back. Do we have any excuse other than the lockdowns? Uh, lockdown, busyness of work. I don't know, but you know, one would think that during this uh, time at home, nothing much to do, we both would have watched a lot of new movies, a lot of new shows. And that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about today, right, Hamish? Um, yeah. All the new, all the new movies and shows you've been watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Bunch of them. Yeah, it's heaps and heaps. <laughs> oh well, get ready, guys. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> we waiting for I don't the, know. I don't just know. like <laughs> pretend I'm to listen. To play, play the intro music, dude. Pretend, pretend to listen to the intro music that isn't playing at the moment. We're gonna um, wait the full thirty seconds before we start talking again. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Collectani of Everything. Collectani of Everything. I'm your host Hamish, and I'm your co-host Jason Drake. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Done. So, um, what are we talking about today then? Well, we're talking about a bit of everything, aren't we, today? But um, yeah, it's it's we're talking about a bit of everything. I guess some, just some new stuff that we've been watching. Uh, we've got some cool new news. But first off, drink checks. Oh uh, no! The, the, okay, first off, drink checks. That's what we always do. I'm actually drinking some vodka right now. Wow. Uh, I'm a whiskey guy, but I wanted to try just start drinking some spirits by themselves. Maybe get a taste for it. It's all right. It's all right. I'm just drinking uh, tea. Just, Exciting. Just very, very plain, boring tea. Actually, I got a little bit of sugar in it, so it's not quite oh. plain and boring. But fun tea talk. Now, with that important stuff out of the way, twentieth episode of Call of Tony Everything. Let's go. Quiet, come quiet, really great slow mics. clapping. Yeah, but twenty episodes. Twenty episodes. I feel like we should have done more by now. I think we definitely should have. I mean, we started in January. This is our biggest hiatus, a month long, between the last couple of episodes. We've done it like once or twice before, but 20 episodes is pretty good for a podcast. It's a bit of an achievement for just a fun little hobby. Yeah. We're just going to yeah, record totally. ourselves chatting, uh, not really care about 
how often we do it, but we do. We promise, guys. This is probably gonna this is gonna be the longest break in a while. We're gonna be we're gonna be coming back and making sure to put out some content. But we thought we might just quickly before getting into the nitty gritty, maybe just revisit some of our favorite episodes of the show so far. Maybe recommend. Yeah. I mean, what, what are we doing? We do our ranking episodes. Do we do like our? We should do top of oh, three. We don't do five, right? Or three. Let's rank your of, of top three favorite Collectani of Everything episodes. Should we do okay. that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could do that. I haven't. I haven't really thought much about that, but um, I think I could come up with my favorites. Well, you I go think, first. I think you, I've got you, mine. You know, well, <laughs> actually. We're probably going to end up crossing over on a few of them, aren't we? Like having the same one. A Breath of a Favorite episode has to be Stargate versus Star Trek, right? No, I'm joking. I didn't like that episode. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> it's probably our nerdiest episode we've ever oh, done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bit of a deep cut. Um, no, I think we've, we've had some good ones. I mean, we've, we've, done up, we've done a few mysteries. We've done a few rankings. We've done a bit, few film reviews. Uh, I... I think my favorite one we've ever done has to be episode five of Collectania of Everything called Long Live the Lizard Men. Where uh, we, uh, that episode five. It feels, yeah, man. This is 20. That was five. That was when we traveled down to watch Flash Gordon in cinemas in Matacana, a small town about an hour, an hour and a half away from where we live. But it was hosted by Reese Darby, famous New Zealand actor and yeah it's pretty fun talking about it we awkwardly kind of encountered him and talked about that but we watched flash gordon that was real fun yeah it's one of my favorites i think we we definitely got to do try and do more like go to events or things like that yeah yeah i mean we can't we're saying that while we're in lockdown yeah yeah hey i didn't even talk about i went to did i talk about this in the podcast i went to I think like a month or so ago, I went to a 24-hour movie marathon in Auckland, watched movies for 24 hours that were picked by director Ant Timpson. Uh, that was very fun. I probably mm. did talk about it. That was very good. Yeah. Maybe you're both of us going there next year. Let's go. Yeah. Well, okay, what was my favorite episode then? I, I, honestly, I, would, I think I've got my favorite and my second favorite. Are like, I don't know which one's my favorite out of the two so i have to yeah. say they're both but it's both uh the um the mohau man episode and the polybius yeah well it's funny you said that because i actually had big cats on on my top three list too so the ah. three of our mysteries we've done so far uh they've been good they've been fun to do we should definitely make it more of a <laughs> i mean we've been going for month breaks but we should we should make it more of a recurring segment i think before lockdown everything happened we did have a guess that was going to come on to talk about uh, bring a mystery to talk about oh, on the show. Shoot, so we'll see if right. we can line that up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they've been good episodes. So that was episode seven, the silver beat bandit episode 13, really big cats and episode 18 insert coin. So yeah, I like doing the mysteries. Definitely. Definitely. Gotta do it. I mean, we've talked about it before. We thought about potentially doing a podcast just about mysteries and things like that at one point. So I think we should try and do like at least one every ten episodes, but I reckon try and do like more like two every ten. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. We'll we'll try, guys. We'll try our best. Yeah. My third one that I had here was oh, it's kind of a toss up between a couple of the ranking ones we did, but episode six, the Holy Trinity of Trinities, 
and episode 10 we're thinking of segueing things one was we're talking about our three favorite trilogies um, each rouse personally and then our three favorite horror movies which if i remember correctly yours was dark crystal was your leading horror movie oh yeah i remember that now was that my favorite it it's not even a horror movie it's a bit of a cheat i probably didn't prepare anything <laughs> oh, no. um, we've done some fun episodes though like those, i really enjoyed those i i mean not sticking to the three but the studio ghibli one when we talked about when marnie was there predominantly that was real fun as well yeah the thing when we did a shining episode i don't know we've done we've done some really good ones yeah i'm just looking did through you our have... episode names <laughs> yeah. so i've got to try and like remind myself but i think to be honest i do think I like the one where we talked, uh, um, episode 11, where we talked about D&D, uh, but I, th- I still think I enjoyed I enjoyed, enjoyed episode 9, the Studio Ghibli one, the most, I think. Yeah. But thanks thanks for listening for 20 episodes, guys. That's pretty, yeah. pretty cool. Well, pretty crazy. There'll be some people that this might be their first episode, but thanks for listening to any amount, I think, <laughs> of our podcast. Yeah. But, yeah. Because again, it's just us kind of rambling on about things and then putting a mic to it. So, yeah, glad you found something to enjoy. Uh, what What have you been watching recently, dude? Um, what have you been getting up to? Well, what have I been getting up to in the last month? Well, what I, have you been doing? I bought and built my very first PC. So that was That's fun. right. It's a potato, but it, it's it's it was still fun to make. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> no, it was it was um, it was an experience. I've, You're calling a potato, and it's better than my PC. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So. Well, it is, but it's louder <laughs> and it has less. It's cooling. It's not the best. I've got to fix it, <laughs> but it runs for now. You're on PC now. We've both got PCs, so yeah. we've been playing a few. I, mean, I think we've been playing a bit more often than we used to when we both would play Xbox, but. Yeah, um, did yeah. a little bit of New World, which just came out. I haven't done as much as I'd like to put into it, but yeah, it's been you haven't done as right. much as I'd like to either. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nah, yeah. fine. Calling me out, dude. Uh, <laughs> well, we did a bit of Worms Ultimate Mayhem, right? Your uh, favorite game uh, on PC. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a, yeah. I don't know. I found that game tricky, tricky. <laughs> to be fair, it's like fifty years old or something. <laughs> Yeah, like it's fun. I think I've, I think I have actually tried some of the newer ones, but like that one, I don't know. <laughs> some, like, yeah. Uh, rage-worthy game sometimes. <laughs> I can see why it was. I can see why it's fun though. What else have we been? We've been playing a few um, horror games together here and there. Oh, I've been loving like um, Phasmophobia, and um, yeah, and what's the other? Devour one? is Devour. another one that we've been trying out. Mm. Yeah, it's been it's been fun, I guess, just both of us being on here and trying out more games. Do you guys have any recommendations actually that you'd like yeah. to see us play or perhaps even talk about? That that could be really really fun. Um, I'm actually streaming on Twitch. Have I talked about this? I don't but think you yeah, have. I probably have. I can't I can't even remember what we've talked. It was a month ago, guys. I'm I'm probably repeating myself, but I've been streaming on Twitch a couple times a week uh, under Jay Zilla, and I think Hamish has potentially talked about it in the future maybe streaming himself. Possibly. Um, I, I'm, I'm keen to do it. I've already got games lined up that I want to play, which is probably not a good start <laughs> because um, just because I feel like when you're streaming, you kind of want 
I don't know, you kind of want your audience to be picking, if you have an audience, that is, to be choosing what games you're wanting to play, like choose games that they want to actually watch. But I don't know. I've picked out games anyway. that I, I if, like, if I ever start streaming, I'm like, yeah, I want to play these ones. That I haven't nice. played through before, but I have been wanting to. Uh, did you catch any, the, the brief period we were out of lockdown, did you go to the movies at all? No. I didn't manage to, no. I saw, I saw Shang-Chi. Which, I again, it was okay. The, the action scenes were pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really love it. I think that's, I mean, we might talk about what if a bit later on, or this might be a good segue into what if actually. But I, it wasn't great. I've just felt with Marvel things recently, a lot of them have been good, but they have. I, I'm yet to find another great yeah. one. I'm hanging out for um, like Loki was good. It's probably the best one they've released in a while. But I'm really looking forward to the Eternals coming out soon. Uh, just because that was directed by Chloe Zhao, who did Nomadland, which I quite enjoyed. Um, and I'm looking forward to Spider-Man, because I'm a Spider-Man fan. I mean, that movie is just a massive mystery and an anomaly to me, because you hear all the crazy <laughs> theories and leaks and everything coming out from it. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what to expect, but I'm looking forward to that. I don't know. I like. I watched through WandaVision, watched through Falcon and Winter Soldier, watched through Loki... And then after Loki and watching Black Widow, I was just kind of like, I don't know, since then I'm just sort of like, I'm almost not, I don't know, I'm not driven enough to to pay any extra money to go and watch anything. I'm like, I don't really yeah. want to pay money to go watch. It sounds lazy, but I, I just, I'm just like happy to wait until um, um, Shang-Chi comes out on Disney Plus or something. Yeah. Yeah, They're not ones I'm you're so like, excited to go and actually yeah, go out and I'm, see. I'm anymore. keen to see it. Like I'm, like I thought it looked interesting. I'm more, I'm more interested in watching that than the Eternals. I think. Really? But yeah, I'm just. I don't know. I think it's just in general for me, Marvel. I'm getting to the point now where I'm just like they have to try harder if they're wanting me to actually go out and and pay extra to go view it in the cinema or go, go yeah, or or buy it on disney plus or something yeah but uh, <laughs> no I, but, I totally get it but dude. like i don't know it's just it. it's just i started i tried to watch through the what if show and i got like watched halfway through the first episode and was like i can't be bothered this doesn't it's, it's not interesting me and then i watched like halfway through the second episode and i was just like uh, it's the same thing and then yeah same kind of feeling and then i just didn't bother watching any more of it yeah because what if's just finished i think it was released weekly and the last episode came out last week and i i did stay up to date there was weeks when i just like i wasn't i wasn't catching it weekly there were weeks when i had to watch a couple back to back because i was a bit behind yeah but to be honest pretty average show i was very much looking forward to the premise because i'd i'd read the what if comics growing up and i loved them yeah i thought it was would be a really cool idea especially with what happened in loki i guess to being able to show the different multiverses and what's happening there and maybe tie it together but it was very underwhelming if it just felt like kind of bad rehashes of movies that we've already seen and yeah it didn't really stay true to characters it just made it very very comedic and kind of ruined these characters that we've grown to love there was one standout episode that even if you're not um keen to watch the whole show i would recommend it was dr strange's one i think it was called what if Doctor Strange lost his heart, or what if Stephen Strange lost his heart? But yeah, it was probably the best what if kind of idea 
that the yeah. whole series had but then a couple of them just fit were very boring and then they all tried to tie it together with a villain at the end and all the characters from each of the episodes kind of like crossover but again very underwhelming I'm, I'm looking forward to watching star wars visions which i've heard really really good things about i i've it sounds like that's kind of what i hoped that what if would be oh yeah different animators and different like creative teams just coming up with crazy ideas and making animated star wars episodes i so watched i need I, to check that out i've watched an episode and a half of that i like the first episode i think for that show i i, I thinking about watching more of it um but mm. for that show um it's like because it is different animators and different um and you know done by different people it i feel like that will be definitely one of those shows where you're going to watch one episode really like it watch the next episode and just be like what the heck yeah yeah you know what i mean you get like that with love death and robots and black mirror and anthology series i guess so i watched like the first episode and i was like it's pretty cool uh like yeah it has some it's pretty interesting and like you know i I'd watch the whole show if it was like this um yeah. and then the second episode i was just like me and abby my wife just got bored halfway through and just and they're like not very long like 15 minutes <laughs> and we got bored and we're just like eh, just watch something else <laughs> just turned it off. yeah it sounds real bad i um I, I would probably press through but um i think um wife's definitely put off by the fact that it's not like following one story so it's like yeah it's, it's, it kind of feels like a waste of time which is um something i guess is worth noting i think for people who aren't like super into star wars or into like um i think this is really a what do you call it like a very specific uh group of people it's trying to target it's like people yeah. who are into anime and also into star wars <laughs> or yeah yeah that's very true eh? but um yeah if you're not into either of them um i feel like i do feel like you'll probably start watching it and, and that is something that might pop into a lot of people's heads it's just like it's kind of a waste of time because they're they're so short and they're none of the character any, head and misses yeah and there's no any of the character development or anything like that like none of them seem to be connected anyway I don't know. I might, yeah. I, I might be proven wrong later on down. I don't know, but um, it I, isn't I, I really watching it. a TV show. It's just watching like yeah. little skits, short films. Yeah. But I kind of like. I'm I'm kind of a fan of that when it's done well. Like I am. I do love Black Mirror. I do love Love Death and Robots. I haven't actually finished those series just because there are ones you can jump in and jump out kind of yeah. whatever. But I like those shows, and it's something that I think What If did badly was the fact that they did end up tying everything together and did all these connections yeah. like i think that was a letdown of the show in the end so yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't know i will well, need I, to, think, I, I will i'll watch star wars visions and i'll, I'll let you know what i think i think for me though like from if for my preference for it i think if they made it like half an hour long each episode or 40 minutes even just you know, yeah yeah made it a lot bigger it would feel more worthwhile even though you're using up more time to watch it they would have be able to slow down and like actually show you more and like have a, a bit more story spend more time and, with the characters yeah and, and it would feel yeah. less like because 15 minutes it just it kind of just feels like you're watching a youtube video or something it's just like and so it, you kind of have that attitude of just like oh just flip past this one eh, yeah, yeah. Flip past this one but again the culture that we're living in right that's probably i mean 
the uh, main way that people watch things, which I'm not, I, 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 I kind of like hate. That. Yeah. But uh, we have to admit it that a lot of the like kids growing up in the generation who are probably just getting into Star Wars or Marvel specifically, that's probably the kind of content they love to consume, which uh, we might be seeing more of it. We might be seeing more of it in years to come. We did have that uh, streaming service that came out like uh, only on phones and was like, had like five minute episodes I, I forget what the it was called was it quibbly or something really but, i've um, never heard of this it didn't do well oh, okay yeah quibbly but it, it didn't do well at all but it had a couple of shows that were really short you watch them like portrait on your phone but yeah. it, it's be very interesting i mean tiktok's probably like the most popular app in the world at the moment right yeah probably <sighs> i would say so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens i d- yeah i I don't like it. It feels kind of like they're putting less effort in. I think they. I think not so much with um, vision. Was it vision? That's what it's called, right? Vision. But um, yeah. I think if they started doing it more often, I would definitely feel like it's just not. They're not putting the effort in to like try and make something. Yeah, you know? I don't know. I think shorter is yeah. not is not better for as far as TV yeah. shows and movies and stuff. Um. Yeah, I'm with you there. but um that's something positive we've watched though like something that we've actually we've watched all the way through and we both really love you did watch all of midnight mass right yeah yeah Yeah, there we go so (laughs) i mean it's been crazy the last couple weeks that squid game has just kind of taken over the internet yeah we have to talk about squid game as well we have to talk about squid game and i I mean, everyone's watching it. It's a popular thing to watch. It's, you log into Netflix, it's the top thing. You're scrolling through your phone, it's all Netflix is recommending on all their ads and everything. Do you think it's all if, people are talking about. Do you think if we labeled this episode Squid Game or like something along, something <laughs> That's how we'd get the clicks? That we'd get like a lot more people listening? <laughs> and then they have to listen to Squid like... Squid Game episode. How long yeah. we've been talking for? Like, um... Was it like 30 minutes now? They have to listen to 30, 20, minutes, 30 minutes before we mention it. Like, let's not talk about Squid Game anymore. We've done it. We've let's said not, enough. Yeah, we've finished. We've said enough that we can put it in the title and we can move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to do it. I'm going to title it something to do with Squid Game. It's, all honesty, though, haven't finished it yet, but I'm really enjoying it. Squid Game's good. I, I think it is overhyped. I, yeah. As I've said, I think I said it to you and I think I've said it to someone else as well. I really enjoy it. I don't understand why anyone else does. <laughs> it's hard to explain why that's like a valid like feeling, but like I guess I'm used to things that I enjoy that are kind of like this. This feels kind of odd and and different. Not many other people like that much. It's like yeah, it feels like right? something that should be or would normally be kind of I don't know what do you call it like. Um, it might get like a cult following or something, you know, or it might just have yeah. like kind of a, a more smaller, more, de- you know, dedicated audience or something. But I don't understand. I don't really understand why it's gotten so big and so like overhyped. But um, yeah, and it's because the concept's not a super new concept, like a whole lot of people competing in games against their their own wills to try and end up having to kill each other or Hunger Games. <coughs> end up having to kill each other or the games get dangerous in some way. It's not yeah. a new concept. It plays a little bit like an anime in some ways. Like you get quirky ideas like this, I guess, with anime series and manga and that type of genre, which I guess, it, it I mean, it's Korean, it's not Japanese, but it just seems like 
a lot I don't, I don't know it's, it's kind of just this weird little thing that a whole lot of people for some reason have just started watching this foreign language tv show that's kind of a mixed match of different ideas but done well I, I do enjoy the story i do enjoy the characters it's probably the best piece of media with this games concept that i've seen mm. might it might be the best it's a very good show but yeah it's, i just don't understand why so many people are catch checking it out and i do like how people are because hopefully that will i guess encourage people to watch more foreign language stuff yeah because i am yeah. a massive fan of foreign language movies there's a couple of real good gems that are just unknown to the majority of people do you think but, though that it would be getting as many views if they didn't have a dubbed option on netflix i i hope not many people are watching it dubbed because i've seen I've, a few clips of it dubbed yeah i've i it started off dubbed like automatically when yeah. i started playing it i was yeah. like oh it's in english and then i was like oh oh nah <laughs> i can't watch this <laughs> i was just like switched, yeah. it, switched it to some straight away and i was just like uh yeah. i'm slow at reading and i find it hard but i'm like that's better that's better than dubbed yeah. <laughs> i have totally. to listen to the oh man uh, i hope people are watching it with subtitles i hope that's the case yeah don't get me wrong it's a really good show but it's just inter- i just find it super interesting how popular it's gotten it's probably because it's netflix is pushing it so much and everyone's kind of raving about it and it's just got that popularity boost because it's the hit yeah the, the show that you need to watch or else you're missing out yeah i i listened to like briefly something on the radio before about people people talking about why they think it was why it's such a big hit and they they would basically i think it was like i think it was one person it was like someone they brought on interview i can't remember i can't remember what they did or why they were sort of picked out for being interviewed i think they um yeah i don't know I, I, I can't remember but anyway um asking them why what they why they thought this show has gotten so big and um it's kind of just seemed like a guess really but they were saying like that um it, because it's a mixture of what feels like because people i guess people are quite into the game shows I guess yeah. game shows have been kind of popular for ages. So they're not mainstream totally. popular, not like super popular, but they've been on TV for years and years and years. Um, and just, what do you call it? Reality? It kind of has that kind of reality TV show kind of feel. Yeah. Not like quality feel about it, but like as in trying not to spoil stuff, it kind of has that kind of theme-ish to it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You might know what I mean, like when, because you've seen it. Right, you've seen mm. it. You've seen it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you kind of get what I mean about the reality kind of TV show feel of it. Um, yeah, I it guess, kind of. You're, you're completely well, right. It plays of all these different genres, and it also like also has slight like horror elements at times. Yeah, I feel, yeah. I and... think the the suspense was the other thing they commented yeah. on. Yeah. So it was like the the game show slash very slight reality TV show. Um, I don't. I guess. I guess I could take out reality TV show. I think it's conf- would confuse some people. Definitely like that. game show. But like game show. I mean, we grew up suspense. watching like Wipeout and things like that. Yeah. Like crazy people do yeah, crazy so obstacle like courses and stuff. And it's game show mixed with suspense. And I think it shouldn't really be that big of a surprise when we see how, even though it's years ago now, but how Hunger Games did so well. Like, but again, that's a, I feel similar, like that's, very similar thing. Yeah, but but that was aimed to like teenagers. Yeah, whereas but, this is. I think this isn't. I, I think that had because it had the um that sort of cheesy teenager romance mm. side to it, and it wasn't as horror feeling or or suspenseful. Yeah, it was more of just like an interesting 
uh, I guess blockbuster movie. You know, it was kind of love story set against this. Yeah, unique yeah, idea. Kind yeah. Of. yeah, yeah. Whereas this is this is this is quite like compared to that, this is quite gory. This is quite yeah gruesome, gritty, mature, and yeah, more mature. And it's and it's way more suspenseful and way more like yeah yeah um and to be honest way more emotional <laughs> yeah 100 um, right? even though it's no romance it's just well, um yeah no there's not a hey, there isn't really yeah i don't think so i can ex- i could explain i don't want to talk i think we should talk about this maybe once i've actually finished watching i think i've got like two more episodes to go cool. i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um if you haven't caught on yet i haven't really been watching all that much new stuff lately i've um i've sort of just been well i watched midnight mass which we're going to talk about and um before that i feel like i think i've just sort of oh what have we been watching because we we watched through all of walking dead i think we talked about that on the previous well we haven't watched it all yet we watched all that's available for us to watch at the moment we have to wait for our stuff to come out on the streaming service that we're using um so um yeah yeah haven't had a lot of time i've been watching a bit but it has i would say it has affected my sleep schedule but the good thing is i'm working from home baby i can just sleep in a bit have a shower pretty much roll out of bed and sit at my desk for work i'm so so jealous (laughs) i don't even have enough time for showers in the morning i have to i only get time in the evenings for showers life of a trade yeah yeah man but school game's good Check it out if you have. You probably have everyone that's watching this. Not everyone's watching this. Everyone that's listening to this, you've you probably have. But check it out. It is good. It is definitely the best thing with that uh kind of killer game show concept. Yeah, and it's just yeah, really good show all around. But yeah. I do wish this will lead us into talking about Midnight Mass because I do wish that Netflix hasn't focused as much as it has been on pushing Squid Game to everyone. Because there was another show released around about the same time called Midnight Mass, which I I loved a lot more. Well, maybe not a lot more, but I just really, really loved Midnight Mass. And it's a bit disappointing that not a lot of people have seen it. Yeah. You can't really compare the two too much. They, they are both... That, yeah. They are both kind of more suspenseful, kind of gritty, horror-feeling vibe to them. But mm. they are very different concepts. Um, 100%. Um. I do, I don't know. I do think that, um, I guess we're going to talk freely about Midnight Mass without spoiling, right? Oh, with, with no worries of spoiling, right? Like, we can just... Oh, I don't know. Because there is a few twists. Yeah, maybe not. If you... Maybe not. Well, um, it's, it's a new horror show on Netflix. And it's pretty much about a group of people living in this, like, remote town that's on an island away from most of civilization and it's about this new i guess father at the church there a new priest that shows up and then crazy things start happening miracles start happening in the town people who are paralyzed start to walk people start to grow a bit younger and there's this kind of like sinister threat that may be behind the whole thing Hmm. maybe on another episode we can talk freely and uh, about about both Squid Game and Midnight Mass, and maybe they're yeah, that talk about good. the two of them. Um, but yeah, it is a very, it's a very different. It's a lot slower than Squid Game. Yeah, and, but I found 
it's the kind of slow that I really enjoy in movies and TV shows where it, it, it it's the way it's been filmed and the, 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 I guess the, the script and everything like that. For me, it just, it really just ca- like draws me in and I can just watch these scenes where the, people aren't really talking about it, anything of real significance often. Sometimes mm. this, I have found that the show has, a lot of stuff that I don't know, like where I'm like later on, I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. They did say that back then. And that makes sense now because of it. You know, and it's like yeah. when it didn't feel like it made any, like it was at all. Like people ramble on about stories and stuff from the, from way back when. And it just seems like some old fisherman rambling on about yeah. something. And then suddenly it's yeah. just like a few episodes later, you're like, Oh, that story makes sense now because of this. And you're just like, oh. but yeah, anyway, a, a little bit like that um yeah i totally get it it's very clever writing very clever yeah. discussions and a lot of time spent between characters you just get to know everyone the amount it's i was just gonna add it the, the amount of like scenes that were there were like these long discussion scenes where the camera yeah. was like circling around without any break like they, yeah. some of them are really long it's quite impressive how long they've gone mm. for without seeming to anyway cut and stop and let the actors have a breather or something but yeah. it's like yeah some of them are, are quite impressive um yeah, it's it's just a very impressive show you're, you're completely right the filming was great the production design characters were all cool acting was great it's it's done by director mike flanagan who he's done a few he's he's done the haunting of hill house and the haunting of Bly manor two other horror shows on netflix that i actually haven't seen this has made me really want to check those out yeah um, he also did Doctor Sleep. Yeah. He also did Hush. He's done a few other horror movies. Uh, but I, I really like the guy. I, I definitely need to check out those other haunting series. It just seems like he puts a lot of, a lot of love almost, or a lot of effort into crafting this real, these really unique stories. Yeah. Uh, and really bringing out the best and everyone who he brings on board. Yeah. I just, I, I really want to kind of talk about the the plot because it is it's very very unique horror plot and the horror was kind of i guess it was still a bit sl- slow to draw in but there was some really cool scenes really yeah. a great use of atmosphere i just really i think everything was just really well done i think i can't say much because i have i haven't finished squid games yet but people have talked to me about like, oh, have you guessed the ending? Or have you guessed the plot yet? Or have you guessed this or that? And unless, of course, I'm missing something drastic, I kind of <laughs> already knew what it was. Like, I don't know how yeah. it's going to end out, but I kind of already got the idea of what the Squid Games were and why they were doing it and all that kind of stuff. I already kind of figured that out. There wasn't really any kind of, any kind of like twist feeling involved in yeah. it it's just more that it's interesting seeing the games as they play out and yeah or how people you know how the characters react to everything Getting that emotional attachment to people so, as well correct me if there is something big that happens within the last two episodes there is i, I won't spoil anything for you but there is there are a few but it's not really I, plot is it yeah there's a few there's a few plot changes i won't say it anymore we can talk about it later on but okay, okay. i i wasn't a big fan of some of them Okay. I feel I feel like they were a bit of a letdown to me, whereas Midnight Mass, yeah, just all ramped up to this really satisfying conclusion. I don't know uh, what I was trying to get at anyway was that because I've watched quite a few episodes now. I think I've got two more to go. 
But like I'm I'm just talking about like the reason why the Squid Games are a thing and why what the purpose of them were are anyway. We're going into yeah, yeah, we're going into Squid Game lore, let's go. But um it didn't seem it doesn't so far anyway, it doesn't seem like much of a surprise yet. And I yeah. haven't been prepared or thinking about any kind of plot twists or anything like that. Whereas with Midnight Mass right from the start, I'm like really wanting to know what's going on what you know and um yeah i think some people can guess pretty quickly um how do i explain it it's, it's just it, it it you know something is going on right from the very beginning and it can be very difficult to figure out what's going on and i found it very enjoyable just trying to for like it is like over halfway through trying to still trying to figure out what's going on, you know, what, yeah. and making up my own theories and all that kind of stuff. And it was, that's it. I don't think I've watched something like this in a while to like, that made me just after watching an episode, I watched it with a couple of friends and after each episode, I was kind of like, what's going on and coming up with all these theories. And then I'd have like, what, that must be it. I would had like light bulb moments and I'd message them. Like nothing's really, I haven't really had anything like this in a while. I just think it was a very, like, I don't even know if there's anything I didn't like about it. It was a bit slow, but I, I'm kind of a sucker for those things. Kind of reminiscent of, like, The Witch and Hereditary, Midsummer type. Mm. Um, slowly slowly drawn out, but satisfying in the end. But yeah, it is. A, yeah, if you like slow, um, suspenseful shows, slow yeah. in, a, in a good way, like slow build-up, slow, uh, slow and interesting suspenseful shows, I think. Yeah just really really well done as well and real great characters i mean totally watch squid game absolutely loved that but i'd also recommend check this one out i mean i, I do i do wish that it was being talked about a bit more because i do feel like it has just been hidden behind all the squid game hype which isn't i don't know check it out check it out because it'd be cool to see more stuff like this happen or for for netflix to well, for streaming in general to find there is still an appetite for these shows with 60-minute run times, it's a bit slowly drawn out, crazy ideas. I guess that's what Squid Game is, though, isn't it? I'm yeah. I'm glad we're not... I'm, I'm glad Quibbly's gone. I'm just glad <laughs> Quibbly's gone. So it comes down to. Um, yeah. What, what else is there? What else are we... Um, guys, we've got exciting news. Collectown of Everything has now got access to screeners of new horror movies thanks to the folks over at shutter so we're gonna have access to i guess see some of their new releases and a few horror movies here and there before i guess the general population gets access to them which will be pretty cool so yeah. might you might see us you know that we both love horror yeah uh so we'll hopefully have a few more to talk about or to recommend you check out that i know we'll have the inside scoop on but there was, it's, it was a little while released ago now, but VHS 94 came out and I got the chance to see that a little bit before it came out on Shutter. You yeah. saw a bit of it, didn't you, Hamish? Yeah. That's my shoes getting the screeners <laughs> sorted to begin with. Yeah, so I t- <laughs> we took a while to figure out, I think you got it pretty straight, pretty much straight away, but mm. I took a while to try and like get it all sorted. And by the time I managed to get it so that I could watch it, it was too late. It wasn't on screeners anymore. It was on Shutter. <laughs> so, um, 
so we haven't had time to finish it because unfortunately my son woke up and he's not old enough to watch it <laughs> so um good parenting good parenting i recommend you so i can't say much on it we'll um yeah. i'm happy to listen to what you have to say and but um Sorry, Shadow people. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't revoke our screener access. We'll do better. Um, I, I mean, I it's the fourth VHS film. And I have seen the first three. I, I kind of forgot that I'd watched them a while ago. But they're, what the VHS series kind of is, is a found footage anthology series. So there's about four or five films in each of these, short films in each of these movies each directed by a different director and kind of all pieced together to tell this kind of a loose narrative. And I've always found, I mean, we've probably talked about it before, but found footage can be done quite badly sometimes. Yeah. Uh, especially when they up the use of shaking cams and bad quality, which I feel like a few, a few of these VHS short films always do. Yeah. And the same with anthologies. I mean, we've talked about it today with what if and visions and everything that there are ups and downs, but overall I kind of, I kind of always enjoy these movies. I mean, different directors come to each one again, and each of them are quite prolific horror film makers. So yeah. you do get some of these films that may be directed by someone who's filmed one of your favorite horror movies, and you're not really aware that they have. So it's pretty cool when you see, yeah. find this kind of hidden gems. Uh, overall, I I pretty enjoyed it. It definitely did have its, uh, I guess, less exciting ones. Might be a few that you saw. But, yeah, from what you have told me, because I, I I did talk briefly with you about the first ones I'd seen, that the ones mm. I was watching were probably the the more the lesser of the ones, like the not mm. not quite as interesting as the others. I still like yeah. from what little I've watched though. I think I watched like the first two. That's how far we got through. It's pretty yeah. good, special like um not special effects, um practical effects. I, yeah, like I, I can I love, always eh? get bored into a horror movie if it's got good practical effects. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm yeah. a bit of a sucker for it. But um, no, totally, I got that as well. There's definitely something that's there was a standout in this in VHS '94. I I felt that a lot of them did practical effects very well. I guess all of them had cool ideas. Yeah. Just some of them did drag with the film footage aspect, where some of them. Uh, did it quite well I, I, don't, I don't really know how to talk about this because we'll just talk about it briefly because I mean you haven't seen it yet but there's I think all in all was it one two three four five short films yeah uh, my favorite of the bunch has to be one called The Subject which was about this crazy <laughs> kind of like Frankenstein-esque tale of this mad scientist who's trying to combine people and metal will make kind of these cyborg robots and it's it follows these police raiding his complex yeah. and tr just meeting all the crazy absurd creations he's he's made and again practical effects were awesome it was very very fast-paced and just real cool idea yeah and well done as well i think that's the one that you just started yeah i didn't quite get to finish it unfortunately you, oh. you get people's heads with like spider legs and crazy huge mechs. It's, it's yeah. definitely a standout, my favorite. I think that alone is worth watching the whole movie for. There were a couple more that I did like. I think there was one called The Empty Wake when, about this young woman who's kind of looking after this funeral home in the middle <laughs> oh, of a yeah. storm. Yeah, I watched, I watched, that was the second one, eh? Because I watched through that one. Yeah. That one's quite like, yeah. 
atmospheric is that the right word like i don't know it was like real easy to watch because it was just it just the the way it was playing through and it was like real it was quite slow but like i just i i found like it was um i don't know it was almost like more slightly more immersive it definitely felt more like found footage than the others did i think yeah yeah, yeah totally and it had, it had quite a cool again practical effects quite a cool little premise if it was drawn out a little too much it was still a good watch yeah uh this rat man <laughs> one about uh yeah. a rat man living in the sewers and it turns into it kind of follows these news reporters going into the sewers and yeah finding, like this cult that worshiped the rat man yeah crazy crazy stuff but i mean i kind of appreciated it it's just a weird little monster movie all these do kind of feel like just someone's had a crazy uh-huh. idea and, and and they almost feel uh-huh. like maybe film students have made them and i know that big name directors have but they just do feel like bare bones filmmaking yeah which i, I do also I, I do like this kind of stuff that i'd love to do one day or i mean we've talked about doing short films for a while that's kind of stuff i can kind of see us doing coming up with yeah. rat man or something weird and just going and making a movie around it so i do appreciate it it definitely it just it, it, it feels like something where a director is just like you know what i'm just gonna have fun and just make something it's yeah like, yeah which is it's cool yeah and it is it is enjoyable I think the, there was only a couple others other than those. There was one called Terror, which I don't think you got up to, but it was about like a white, I think it was a white supremacist group that yeah. it's, it's real. If, if It was my least favorite of the bunch, but it's about this like ragtag white supremacist group that are wanting to take back America and they've figured out how to do it. They've found this person who explodes, then reforms himself and they're trying to like get his blood to use for themselves it's <laughs> kind of felt almost like the thing it was real strange I, I i appreciated parts of it but it was i think the lowest point of this uh anthology other than the wraparound story so all these really all so these often all have a wraparound story including that bizarre one <laughs> yeah oh, well slightly so i mean the wraparound story which you would have seen the start of or snippets of but between all the short films and at the start and the end it, it's kind of showing this group going into i guess this cult's layer and finding out they have all these vhs tapes saved which are the short films that we watch yeah uh which i it was kind of i felt it was kind of uninspired it was a little i don't know i, I think they probably could have come up with a, a a better premise for the whole thing than yeah just showing shaky shaky cam footage people running with guns and then bringing us into vhs cameras but it does it does bring them all together and it i don't know I, I i would recommend it i am i don't know i i know that this this kind of thing isn't for everyone i do give a lot of found footage movies grace where others wouldn't but yeah. even just for the spirits of creativity and the practical effects and the couple of standout short films in it i'd, I'd recommend give it a go yeah i don't know i probably give it like a six out of ten or something like that really? probably more for a couple of the yeah a couple Probably more for a couple of the standout movies, but there are just a few moments that bog it down. But definitely give it a watch. If you are a fan of horror, it, there's enough. It's like a grab bag of different stories, pretty much. I think, a good thing. I think for me, I would have to rate it separately, like rate the like overall story or narrative or whatever throughout it, like separate to the, yeah. like, the effects side of it, effects and atmospheric <laughs> yeah. side of it. Because I think I'd rate it like a seven, seven and a half for atmospheric and, and effects and everything, maybe even nice, an yeah. eight. Because I, I quite liked it, the the, speci- the practical effects. But then, 
so far from what I've watched anyway. I can't yeah. say overall. I haven't actually seen all of it. But so far for the first two, each individual one, the actual story or purpose behind it were pretty average. But yeah, again, yeah. I, w- I think when going into it, j- just don't have the expectations that you're watching some like really cool like yeah, horror, totally, yeah. horror stories or whatever. Just think you, you're going in to watch someone's cool little creative practical yeah. effects. Filmmakers having a bit of fun, yeah. Which I, I get, like I, again, I could totally see it if we had the the time or the money to do something like this. I could totally see these as random ideas that we'd come up with and do. It just seems like fun, creative uses of the genre, and yeah, unique stories, which I'm always a big fan of. Yeah. But thanks, Shutter, once again. I'm I am yeah. looking forward to uh, catching more of the Shutter stuff that we'll watch. Please keep sending us them. <laughs> Yeah. Shutter, <laughs> yeah. please. I think that's everything, dude. Is that? Yeah. I think so. Do we do an outro? I, I, can't I, I don't think we do. I think we plug a few things. I will just. I I just remember it now, but I watched Evil Dead the musical last night. Ah oh, no! You guys I know thought we've forgotten about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys know how much of an Evil Dead fan I am, and I discovered that they, there was a Broadway musical, and you can find it on YouTube. Loved it. Loved every second of it, dude. I've downloaded the soundtrack. I'm going to be listening to that tomorrow during work. Oh, no. Good stuff. Oh, man. But I think next time, when lockdown's over, I come around to your place, bring Evil Dead the musical round. You can sing along. It's on YouTube. Hold. Don't need to bring it around. <laughs> Do a couple podcast episodes, breaking down each, each which, song. Which, which movie did they cover? <laughs> one and two. One and two. So, yeah. They, why they not two and three? One. I guess three is pretty difficult, isn't it, to put on there? Yeah. Crazy well, medieval fantasy. One or two covered everything that one did, but didn't it? It like redid some of it. It kind of parried it a, a bit, yeah. Yeah. And recorded it. But it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Check it out. Loved it. 10 out of 10. Okay. I feel like I'm going crazy. Might have to watch watch a bit of it and then Do forget it, I ever saw it. <laughs> but thanks everyone for I guess first off thanks for sticking around listening to the podcast especially with us doing all of these breaks and thanks for all the support in the discord if you haven't already you can jump in the discord and the link in our show notes or in our social medias we should be collectani a pod I guess Instagram Twitter everywhere and yeah jump into our discord would really love to hear any suggestions you have or recommendations for things you'd love to hear us talk about again any games you want to see us play uh, any movies or shows you'd love to have us discuss or even anything you'd like us to rank. Heck, anything. Any mysteries. We'd love to hear from you. Really appreciate when we have. We really appreciate the messages. You guys asking where we've been checking up on us. Yeah. Sorry again for uh, for us <laughs> being quite slack over this past month. But yeah. Yeah. We'll make it up to you guys. I think that's everything, dude. Hmm. And yeah, stay tuned for what we've got coming up. We will try to do that. Uh We'll try to get that guest on for a mystery coming up. Um, we will. I'd love to actually go do a spoilery discussion about Squid Game and Midnight Mass. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. That is our outro, right? Right now. Yeah. That's. That. Yeah. Comments at the end.
what do you reckon we should call the episode? How to win the Squid Game. Yeah, that's how that's our clickback title. Yeah, that's it. We won the Squid Game. Where have we been? <laughs> winning, winning some forty-two million won, baby. Forty-two million won. That's us. <laughs>